Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Heidi Ho! Welcome back. It's the Monday Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate your company today, Stephanie March. She is from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. She knows everything there is in the world to know about food. And she, of course, co-hosts a show called The Weekly Dish here on My Talk 1071. In for Lori today. Lori back tomorrow. She <laughs> is back tomorrow. Is yes. she just vacationing? Yes. Yes. Good for her. Yes, she is. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Bruce Willis... Um, was roasted last night. They taped this a couple weeks ago, but it, they aired it last night at Comedy Central. And um, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt kind of was the host of the roast. The is, host he of the roast. is he pals? Is that his they job were, or is he pals? No, they them? were in a movie, Lo- Loper or uh, uh, Looper. Looper. Yeah. Looper oh, was I remember movie. that yeah. one. Yeah, I Looper. remember. And some of the people that turned up to roast him were Sybil Shepherd, of course. She was with him in Moonlighting. Oh, really? And this is what she had to say. Um, it, we don't have the audio. Oh, Our okay. characters on Moonlighting weren't much of a stretch. I played a former model, which I was. He played an a-hole, which he was. <laughs> he actually claimed closer to having sex one time, but when he whipped it out... Um, <laughs> What? He started playing with it and ruined everything. Oh, and then she goes on to say, I'm talking about your harmonica. Come oh, on. Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Um, and then one of, um, let's listen to um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, okay. What he says. Joseph Gordon, I thought you were going to go to Demi Moore, but we could go down and go let's, Joseph Gordon. Let's do Gordon. him first. Okay, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Here we go. Uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> what a career. The Fifth Element. The Sixth Sense. <laughs> The whole nine yards, 12 monkeys, zero Oscars. Quentin Tarantino, M. Night Shyamalan, Wes Anderson, Michael Bay. These are just some of Bruce's directors who refuse to be here tonight. Bruce Willis is what you get if you isolate the white part of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's brilliant. I thought so. That is good. Oh, then he also said this, though. Don't get co- too comfortable up here um, because later we're going to um, be um, later. We're going to be replacing you with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. that's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, and then here's Demi Moore. She came out and they were married and they have three kids together. Yeah, we've, we've got two from uh, Demi. OK, here we go. Oh, here we go. Are you surprised? Yes. Yes, I knew he would be. I mean, even though I went over everything yesterday, I knew he'd forget. (laughs) But I was there for some special moments, like groundbreaking. I mean, when Bruce, he he got his career-breaking moment in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I mean, it was... It seemed really odd at the time. I mean, he's big action star, like doing a little indie film. But Bruce went over to Harvey Weinstein's hotel. (laughs) And I don't know, he came back swinging that ball gag. 
And then he said, I got the part. Oh. Too soon? Yeah. You know, after our divorce, he said um, that he considered the end of our marriage his biggest failure. But Bruce, don't be so hard on yourself. You have had much bigger failures. I mean, Planet Hollywood, Hudson Hawk, striking distance, come on. Campaigning for Michael Dukakis. <laughs> I mean, turning down Clooney's role in Ocean's Eleven to focus on playing the harmonica. I mean... I mean, I could go on, but they said it's a, a two-hour show. She got I got him. Oh, and then, the, and then here's another one. Yeah, you know what? I think she says a lot of the same stuff in this one. Let's, oh. let's check it out. You know, after our divorce, yeah, he said um, that he considered the end of our marriage his marriage. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing. All right. They gave well, us the here's, same stuff. Here's what she said. Um, someone joked that your first... Um, Kid was named Rumor. Is that because your wife, you know, didn't want you to know that it was someone else's? Um, and then Demi Moore said, I have to say that our daughters are incredibly well adjusted, especially considered two of them are half Bruce Willis. <sighs> and then she says, that's his real hair. And ladies, let me tell you, the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's bald down there. I'm just saying whichever place you look, he looks like a... Oh, God. Richard. Yeah. Um, Richard. Let's see. Yeah. What else? She was kind of funny. She looks amazingly beautiful. Um, and then we have a cut from, this is the Bruce Willis roast from Jeff Ross. Okay, uh, here we go. Tonight we honor the reason the world has a Vin Diesel. <laughs> Bruce is a real man's man. He told me numerous times not to hold back tonight. And it's been great getting to know you and your lovely family. And I, I see, uh, I met Rumor, your daughter. Hi, Rumor. I guess that's the name your mom gives you when she's not 100% sure who your father is. Oh. <laughs> Bruce. Yes. You've accomplished so much, buddy, but I think it will always be your blockbuster Armageddon that serves as the greatest metaphor for your career because in the end, you got destroyed by the rock. <laughs> Us Jersey boys are raised to have thick skin. So I knew you'd be a great sport tonight, and I wish you continued success, good health, and I can't wait to see your next project, Die Hard 6, Natural Causes. <laughs> That's pretty good. I thought so, too. Okay, so coincidentally enough, Mila Kunis... Um, you know, is in this new movie that's coming out with um, the, the spy, spy who dumped, dumped me, me with yes. Kate McKinnon. Yes. And Jason interviewed both of them this morning. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty guess. cool. Wow. It was pretty cool. And um, anyway, Mila Kunis dishes a little bit on um, talking about her, how she started hooking up with Ashton Kutcher. And they were in um, that 70s shows together. And yeah. she was younger than him. And she said a little bit uh, about it, that she's married to a divorcee. Um, and this was on a podcast show. And then he, she's talking about his marriage to Demi Moore. And he said they had like a, a normal, real relationship. They had three kids they were raising. It was like a normal life. Yeah, he was younger, but he still loved those kids. And also he still keeps in touch with all three of the children. Kunis and Kutcher became more than friends around 2012, shortly after she unwittingly oogled him at an award show. She goes to say, I was looking around and there was this really beautiful man from the back. She recalled, I was literally like, oh, he's kind of hot. And then he turned around and I was like, oh my God, yeah. it's Kutch. 
I thought it was the weirdest thing that I was checking this guy out, and it was someone I'd known forever. Ever. Yeah. Instead of dating, though, they started hooking up and coincidentally channeling their movies at the time. And she says, I did a movie called Friends with Benefits, and he did a very similar movie called No Strings Attached. Yeah. And he said, um, we lived our movies out while we were like, let's just hook up. Let's just have fun. We're both single. We both trust each other. Everything's great. None of us wanted tension, and it was like, okay, so they hooked up for three months, and just like our movies, one of us caught feelings. Caught feelings. feelings. In fact, she revealed she realized that she had feelings for Kutcher only when he told her about someone he was dating. Oh. That'll get a girl jealous. Oh, yeah, there it is. You're sleeping with me and dating uh, someone else? Yep. She said, I felt like I literally got punched in the gut overnight. And then he said something, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this man. And if I have to walk away because this is not the agreement that we had, I'm going to just speak up and tell him. So she told him about her feelings. And the next day, he asked her to move in with him. (laughs) He was very single by that point, maybe for a year, year and a half, and they got together, and that was it. Weird. I know. It's kind of sweet, isn't it, it, though? Two kids later. Two kids? Uh Is it two kids? Wow. Yeah, yeah, two. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. To think they were like kids together on TV, you know? I know. I kind of, I kind of like that. I like that. And also this is just in, this goes in, no, in one ear and out the other ear, other ear. But over the weekend, um, King Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kendall Kardashian and Mama Manager Kardashian were hosting the World of Poker Tour, doing oh, something in Las Vegas. Okay. And the headline that came out of it is Kim Kardashian weighs 119 pounds. I don't believe it. Why? You really think she only weighs 119 she's pounds? she's teeny. She's 5'3". Well, I know, but... That's okay, not... all right. I just didn't think she weighed that little. No, these girls are teeny. Yeah, okay. Um, and Chloe is down to a size 4. Mm. She wants you to know, in case you're wondering. <sighs> Chloe. Chloe. She's down to a size 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is what's happening with those kids and other kids that are, you know, oh gosh, we have so many things here to talk about. But I think the most exciting thing I saw in this whole pile of stuff, Donnie, today Thank was that much. was that um Yes. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Yes. You know, oh. she, she is in in line. She's gonna star and produce Leanne Moriarty's new book that hasn't even come out yet nine perfect strangers is going to hit the shelves november 6 and leanne moriarty of course did big little eyes and um and that was co-produced by kidman and um reese witherspoon and this one it just it's a kidman project and the book takes place at a remote health resort where a group of people are gathered for a reboot on life Frances Welty, who Kidman's character plays, serves the story's protagonist as a former best-selling romantic novelist, mending a broken heart. So this book hasn't even been released, no. and it's already going to be a movie. It up, yeah. yeah. Wow, you're going to see more of that. I think. I, I think you're right too. I, totally I think don't. as they, we're going to wait. Yeah, just going to grab the rights. Right. And well, and if they're yeah. familiar with the. Uh, I mean, and yeah. she knows them well because yeah. she helped, you know, adapt the script and she adapted another script. It's smart. For it's really um, smart. part two of Big Little Lies on HBO. But I love that. Mm-hmm. So I love all the women getting into producing because I agree. they're producing stories that I think we would be interested in seeing. Yeah. So yeah. Just, with some nuance that I think is less than just, you know, Marvel Universe world. 
Oh, don't get me started, but look at the time. It's time for the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right. Holly Hollywood's got the dirt alert for us. What yes. do we got today, Holly? Well, this is the biggest story of the afternoon. Beyonce has been given unprecedented control over the cover of the upcoming September issue of Vogue magazine. Wow. The September issue. Exactly. Now, if you're not into the world of magazines, the September issue is the biggest issue of the year for many publications. They put a lot of advertising in that issue. A lot the of fashion money. kids. The fashion kids mm-hmm. put a lot of money into that. So here's the deal with this Uh, sources close to the Huffington Post say that Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour actually gave Beyonce all of this control over the magazine and Beyonce hired the first black photographer to shoot a cover of Vogue magazine in the publication's 126 year history and by the way he's 23 years old his name is Tyler Mitchell Wow. And uh, Beyonce chose Tyler herself uh, to be the photographer for this cover. Now, the publication allegedly, supposedly, is contractually obligated to give Beyonce full control over the cover, the photos of her inside the magazine, and the captions, which she has written herself. And the caption? That's, this is unprecedented. And in long form, too. Now, this is according to two sources who are familiar with the agreement between Vogue and Beyonce. They're not authorized to speak to the press, so this is merely but gossip at this point. Now, Anna Wintour has exerted complete control over Vogue magazine since her time with the magazine, probably in the late 80s, I believe, is when she began mm-hmm. control as editor-in-chief, yep. including selecting outfits worn by the cover models. So this is unprecedented. This is a big darn deal. One, people are saying that this is another clue saying that Anna Wintour's time at Vogue magazine is coming to an end. Well, this is, I kind of think I would have a hard time with this if I was a staffer because um, to give complete control to one amazing musician, but she's a celebrity, you know, to give them control, you know, um, while she is decadent in her choice of things, that to me feels like, I mean, you're at a magazine, Stephanie, tell me, would you ever? So I'm sure she has control, but she doesn't have... First rights of refusal. I was going to say, she doesn't have complete... I think she probably has editorial control, but they're going to have... They're going to be... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To say, well, they're going to still be able to edit her. 
You know what I mean? You and think so, so I think like if she's writing captions, you know, that's one of those things that th- she can't just write, yo, this person is a, you know, whatever. They're going to be able to like completely, they'll be able to edit. Yes. And I think that it's not necessarily clear in this article from the Huffington Post, which has the scoop on this story, that Beyonce has control over her own image in the way that she's interpreted. Now, okay. the other parts of the magazine yeah. are still under control of the staff. I'm well, not course, quite clear. I would assume yeah. that. I would assume but I mean, that, even but- like her line edits and all that kind of stuff. It'll be interesting to see how that comes out because normally what I I feel is that egos tend to don't want to be edited, but it is almost always in your best interest to be edited. Sure. And I was going to ask you, have you guys ever done this with anybody and said, no, 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 it's a big, that's a big, that's a huge thing. The September issue is what freaks me out too. Right. Yeah. But she's obviously working with, them it's not right. like she's like hey i'm gonna do a bunch of you know no and they're Mercedes smart clad. on their part because she is so everything she does is gold yes it's and true it, interesting that they're saying that the captions are long form so i don't know exactly what that means but uh the cover issue rumored to be anna wintour's last september issue that's according to four sources familiar with her plans this according to the huffington post but vogue's parent company Condé nast repeatedly has said anna wintour is not leaving the magazine so maybe she'll be a editor at large or some kind of honorary title i can't think that she'd let the september issue go out without her own last maybe she's got one more in her you know maybe it's like a year do you maybe think that this decision was not up to her hmm hmm Hmm. Well, maybe they want hmm. someone fresh. Hmm. Sometimes decisions aren't, you know, things that make you go, hmm, there's hmm. a song. Oh, yes. A That's lot a of song. gossip coming mm-hmm. to us uh, from Vogue magazine. We'll keep you updated on that. Usually Vogue uh, September issues come out in the, what, early August? Yeah, the yeah. last middle of, the, middle of August, usually. Middle of August. Yeah. All right. Let's talk more rumors, this time concerning Howard Stern. He has a secret project that he's been working on for some time, and Radar Online might have solved the mystery. It is a new tell-all book. Whoa. Oh, I would love it. That Howard Stern is working on. So over the past two months, Howard Stern has talked several times about being really excited for this secret project. He talked about it last week, apparently on his show, uh, discussed having looking through old pictures for the new secret project. Now, here is where Radar Online starts to sleuth. They say on July 17th, a fan who claimed to work as a librarian said he stumbled upon an untitled nonfiction book added to the Simon & Schuster Canada Publishers list. So he's thinking that maybe it is a secret book that's coming out on September 25th. Secret book. It lists the author as Howard Stern. But within days, the author was quickly changed to to be confirmed, meaning that this was one of those right. leaked things. Somebody yep. put it on the memo. Mm. Oops, we're not able to talk about that. Now, Simon and Schuster has not yet responded to Radar Online for their comment for the mystery book. Of course, Howard Stern, his first memoir, Private Parts, yep. was published in 1993, and it was made into Mint a movie, movie that yep. starred Howard Stern himself, which is a great movie. movie. It's a great movie. Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward to this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you think that he's going to be spilling legitimate dirt in this new book? Or he, doesn't it's just make, be... he doesn't make up stuff. No. He's the real deal. He well, doesn't have to make He doesn't have stuff. to make it up. Because no. people just do. He and just asks them to do things no. and say things, and they do. I bet if we asked him to come to the Cat Video Festival, he would come. You think so? Well, his, his, wife, his wife, Beth, Beth is mad about cats, and she does cats rescues. Well, I'm going to tweet at Are they Beth. still married? Would you please ask yes. her to come? I will ask her to come, or at mm-hmm. least make a nice, uh, sizable donation to Feline Rescue, which right. is the charity that's benefiting from every ticket sold to the Cat Video Festival. Which is August 8th. It's a week from 
Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh my gosh, at CHS Field. Family fun for everybody. Exactly. Maybe Julia will serenade you. I Just will. like that. If, if, if <laughs> Beth, Beth, Are they I still think, married? wants to. Oh, oh, yeah. They're crazy for each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. Oh, these, you know, another couple that's crazy for each other, allegedly Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. They're putting on the public smooches together. They had ice cream after attending church together in Los Angeles yesterday. They were photographed with Chris Pratt's son, Jack, who he has with Anna Ferris. So it seems like they at least want us to think that this is an ongoing ordeal and that it's nice, clean fun. They're keeping their relationship PG. Mm. Mm. No, they aren't. They're keeping <laughs> They have their relationship is not PG, but they went to church together where it should be PG with the son, and it should be PG around the kid. They're not keeping a PG. You're, they're keeping it all. Absolutely, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, if you were with Chris Pratt, no he way. would not be keeping He's a PG either. He's kind of religious, though. You know, there might be a thing. Is he that? He is kind of religious. Yeah, he likes to hang is out he with Mormonish. The, no, he likes to hang out with the Justin Bieber crowd. Oh, he's a Hillsonger. He's a Hillsonger. Mm, Allegedly, supposedly. Do they not have sex before marriage? Well, I mean, maybe they would like you to think that, but I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't Uh, know. They just take a lot of money from you. Yeah. And yeah, trade on your fame, right? Yeah, hmm. exactly. Hmm. Hey, I'm really hmm. sad. Now, I talked about this in a dirt alert earlier today, but Alex Trebek may be retiring from Jeopardy as soon as 2020. I don't know what we are going to do without him. Holly. You need to get your application in and try again. You I know. need to up your trivia. Julia, yeah. I fail every time I take the When's online test. When's the last test? time you've done Is it, Is there really? Oh, no, yes. this was... When I first met Allie, and I'm like, let's get to know Holly. This is one of her life dreams. I know, but I keep on failing, Julia. You gotta coach me. You gotta be my Mickey to my Rocky for I, trivia. When's the, last, when's the last time you tried? Probably in January, when it was offered, and then I failed. They never bad? Got like, do you fail it bad right away, or do you make it to class? No, the- they're nice enough to tell you how bad you know. Oh, they they're, do? Yeah, they they're, did? No, oh. they're not going to tell you how bad you suck, but you just, if they don't hear back, you suck. So Maybe that you put the wrong email in. <laughs> That's it. There you go, Holly. It's in your... Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. I see the... Uh... Little chair by the fireplace. Stephanie is unoccupied right now. Right at the right time. Yeah. He right. always has good time. Right she? at the right time. All right, we're going to do Sex Monday, and uh, Julia is just about ready. There she is. There she is. There she is. All right, we're just vamping, Julia. Were you? I'm sorry. That's all right. Something's just had to happen. Okay. <laughs> it's been an hour and a half since I looked in the mirror and needed to go do it. All right, so here is the deal. I came across this list today. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. These are things that guys wish they could tell you during sex. Okay. But they don't want to because it would spoil the moment and they know then you're done. Okay. Or it would be hard to get it back. Do okay. You have, do you have any guesses? Uh, nope. All right. I'll just <laughs> give it to you. I'm so I'm terrified. I'll, nope. Terrified. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, that he's getting tired. Ah, oh, he's going yeah. to soldier onto the finish line. Um, but sex is like cardio sometimes. Sometimes, uh, and it can get exhausting after a while. He wants you to think he's strong enough to keep going for hours and hours, but in reality, seven minutes is it. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's an average. Well, just to make sure everything happens, that yeah. could be a long time, right? 
you know. Right. Or it could be a short time, depending on who you are and what age group you're in. This is true. Uh-huh. Okay. But that's something they don't want to say. They would never say that. No. Mm-mm. 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 I could see that. Mm-hmm. Now, this struck me as odd. Because this seems like something you... I guess I'm not a man, so I wouldn't know this. But he just remembered that he had to pay something by tomorrow. <laughs> Come on. Uh-huh. Oh no. God. And he doesn't Come want to forget on. it. It would ruin the moment. Oh, stop it. Um, but I need, you know, he wanted to write it down. I need to take a <laughs> post-it note break. Up. I know. Hang on a second. But just sometimes a second. the craziest things <laughs> pop into your head in I'm, the moment. Sure. Sure. And you hear this more about women making lists, lists and things. I know. Yeah, yes, this, no, it's true. This kind of made me happy. Um, did I post that? Did I? Mm-hmm. Did I hit send on that? No. Yeah. Well, I just this morning I'm like, what's the date today? Because I always forget. I in the summer it's so hard to keep track of the dates. I think I know. And I'm like, oh, it's the end of the month. Time to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, that he has zoned out for just a second, just kind of like yeah. I was just in another place. Yep. Forget where I was. Never yep. mind. Lost that it was, in the moment. Yeah. You know. Glad I didn't say any Las names Vegas. when I was lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, that he wants to thank you. Like, this is awesome. Thank Thanks you for so having much. sex with Thank me. you. This is awesome. That seems a little... Yeah. Isn't that funny? It is funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, he's not sure what that smell is. No! Oh! oh! Really? There are a lot of smells. It could be the room. It could be his breath. It could be his bait and tackle. It could be the half-empty Ooh. bottle of Gatorade. It could oh. be... It, whatever it is right now. It's just... And it's everyone is just in the moment smelling it and sorry. And nobody should reference the smells then, mm-hmm. I feel like. No, no. The next one is just, you know, when the zoning out that maybe that he's just taking this all in so he can save it in his mental toe for some later action. Uh, what? So he can save <laughs> the image for maybe like when Like I'm he's just taking a mental picture. Like yeah. he doesn't want to okay. stop and okay. say, hold on, baby. Uh-huh. Let me just for, take a mental for when snapshot. He's so low. Okay. Okay. And then this one's classic, and this this relates to, I, I'm hoping, well, I think all ages. Can't remember the last time you cleaned the sheets. Oh. <laughs> that, that works both ways, both yeah. sexes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does. I mean, nobody wants to say that, do they? Well, nobody no. ever wants to say that. Never. Mm-mm. Ever. No. Okay, here's my favorite. <laughs> that he's just wondering what it would be like if he had two Johnsons. <laughs> what? Wait, say it again? Say it's say the, it again? Come on now. This is not true. <laughs> Go ahead. You started. You He's gotta finish. Be like what he, if he had two penises? Uh-huh. Um, just curious how that would work. <laughs> just thinking about some random things. You know, it's like a guy who wants to have breasts. Um, that he sorta of has to pee. But it's going to take oh. so long to be able to pee that by the time I come back from going down yeah, to pee, yeah, right, yeah, right, you'll right, be yeah, done. You'll yeah. be done with me. Yeah, yeah go before. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so there you go. Okay. Penny for your thoughts. Mm. The next time someone's, <laughs> someone's uh, uh, yeah, penny yeah. for your thoughts. What do you think? Okay, so here is um, this is for reals. This is from Psychology Today, and it was just published and posted today. Sexual boredom is a smokescreen. Oh. If you feel sexually bored, what is really going on? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, um, you might lose interest having sex with your partner after a while. How can something that was just so darn exciting initially get so darn boring? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so putting aside some of the circumstances that can just affect a person's sex life, like yep. anxiety, depression, stress, medical conditions, medications, aging to some extent. So when you put all those away, because they could reduce your desire for sex. Yeah. What, what do you do to keep the burning passion naturally? Mm. Um, why does it fade in long-term relationships? And there are, but however, even though people think sex gets boring in a long-term relationship, there's a bunch of people who don't. And there's plenty of couples who continue to have great sex on a regular basis, even if it isn't quite as often as it once was, um, they still enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So what they're saying is, what are you holding back? What are you holding back? Why do you feel bored? What is it about this? Um, do you feel like you know your partner too well? Mm-hmm. Have you fallen in a rut of doing the same, same old stuff? Same, same. Well, yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you yeah. want to do different? So this is like, instead of letting the eye wander, maybe you should stop and think about why potentially you f- you're feeling it before. Well, all of this is before. I mean, because people, even without having the eye wander, people can get bored having sex yeah. with the same person. So what is it about it? Do you want to have... A different sex life. Can you talk about that? What are you holding back? Mm. What is it that you're not doing? Is it that you're not a, as attractive? No, that, that has nothing to do not with it. It's like it. Okay. it's like maybe you want to try some different things, but you're too afraid to talk about it. Right. Maybe uh, you yeah, feel okay. um, that you know you're really happy with your overall relationship, but you want to do some different Spice things sexually, it up a and maybe bit. you. Have been together so long, you're embarrassed to even bring it up. Right. I have a friend who, she's, you know, 50 years old, and she was saying how she and her husband, they were just sort of feeling like it kind of had been going the same way. And she said she felt sheepish, and it was weird. She's like, after so many years, you would think, but she's like, I felt sheepish to be like, hey, let's, you know, we're not getting any younger, so we might as well be doing some funner things or trying a couple things, you know, that might be different. But she felt even though this is like her husband of so long and they've yeah, totally a solid couple. Very hard Isn't that fun? About. I mean, yeah. that's funny to me. No, yeah. but I believe it 100%. Yeah. yeah. I do believe it. Um, the next one is that um, unresolved conflicts kill desire. So sometimes sex has nothing to do with sex, but anger and resentment from unresolved or unstated conflicts can suck all the passion out of your life. Sure. It's yeah. easy to step up to the different by saying not tonight, honey. I'm not in the mood. Blah blah blah. But by avoiding it, you know, are you better off as a couple by avoiding it or just kind of biting the bullet sometimes and mm-hmm. having sex or ma- having making love, be, but without selling out your integrity because it encourages you. It encourages closeness, just like you're supposed to hug someone for thirty seconds. Yeah. Because it makes you remember, even if, you, if you're if you in a fight with someone, it makes you remember yeah, yeah, some yeah. good feelings yeah. about that person. And 30 seconds is a long time if it you're is. not liking the person. Yeah, no, it's and too so, long. <laughs> but it's a connection and it's a restorative effect. And they just said, if you let sex, you know, if you have unresolved things and you aren't able to talk about it and figure it out, but then you're using sex against it, all you're doing is Oof. screwing everyone out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Figure it out. I know. 
And there's stuff that you, I think that you resent. I think people get into patterns where they kind of, they go, well, I'm just going to let it go. And they think they're letting it go. And then all of a sudden these little small things come out, you know, in ways and you're, and that's the stuff that it's hard to even remember what you're angry about when you pretend you stuff it way down deep. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I watched a couple, God, they bickered and bickered and bickered. And I was like, oh, you guys, something, you guys are in a fight and you don't even know it. Uh, yeah, It obviously. was like, this one was like, well, we're not doing this. No, we're doing this. Right. You know? And what they say is, yeah, um, the quality of a couple's sex life tells us more about the state of their overall relationship and their own personal development. Couples who keep things hot and stay engaged sexually over the long haul are doing a lot of things well including being honest yep. with themselves and their partner about yeah. their sexuality. Exactly. Being accepting mm-hmm. of your partner's mm-hmm. sexuality, addressing other issues that can affect your sex life. And you can have, it says, you can have a happy relationship without sex, but doing what it takes to keep your sex life hot will make your relationship great. So there you go. Wise words. Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. It's good. All right. It's good stuff. Either yeah. that or should you pay the electric bill? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the questions. <laughs> Those are the things. When we come back, headlines for the rest of the day. us today super fun um all right so favorite headline of the day is a photo of elton john being carried out this is true to a dinghy (laughs) somewhere in italy just looking fabulous might we all have dinghy support i know if you will he pulled a wind tour there as like oh yeah wind tour Mm -hmm. remember when she was carried down the stairs yes it's just like that so here are a couple things that are happening now I felt like we were all just kind of finoogled, if that's a word. Huh? It can be. <laughs> finoogled. It can be. By the whole Nikki, Bella, and John Sienna um, oh, oh, romance. Yeah, Sina. Okay. Yep. And Tota Bellas. And, you know, he's that big wrestler he's guy. Yeah, he's beefy. She's a wrestler girl. And um, they broke up, like, right before their wedding. Yeah. And, oh, really? And yeah. she called it off, and it was because he didn't want to have kids. But they'd been living together for years. So they got back to, then immediately after that. And I thought this was just all bahooey and they were just kind of taking us for a ride and it was for publicity. He mm-hmm. said, no, I want to have kids with you. I don't want to lose you kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then um, she's calling off the next wedding. Um, and this oh. is, of course, Total, Bella, Total Bellas is airing. It aired. What is today? The 29th? Uh, yeah. 30th. 30th. Okay. So it aired yesterday and she mm-hmm. said this. Um, she called it all off. It's tough because he's like fighting really hard for me, but the tables have kind of turned. She said, I didn't give myself long enough the first time we broke up because I got so, so excited that John wanted kids. I feel like I've ruined everyone's fairy tale. She went on crying, crying, crying. My heart hurts so bad. I just don't want to hurt him. She says, it's hard when you love someone so much and care for them so much, but you just can't do it anymore. It's not his fault. It's not my fault. We had this amazing love story. And it just came to an end. She always wanted kids. Yeah. And then, you know, and they've been together forever. Yeah. And they're going to get married. And he doesn't want them, doesn't want them, doesn't want them. And then, like, now he wants them. And she's like, I think when women are done, they're done. 
That would be my moral of this whole story. Maybe she didn't trust his change of heart. I was going to say, she's terrified that he's going to be like, no, I want him. And then they're going to get married. And then she's going to get pregnant and he's going to ditch. Yeah. Uh, That would be my... I wish I knew more about the show and stuff. But I also think... Have you watched this? I haven't even... I've I've Mm -hmm. just caught a couple of things about it. Because, of course, it's their drama being played out in real life. That's the only time. I don't know. I just thought... It's kind of like you want someone to marry you. You want someone to marry you. They don't want to marry you. They don't want to marry you. You give them ultimate to marry you. Or all right, it's kind of like you don't want to beg someone to be. You don't want to beg someone to be a dad or a parent. Yeah, that's a bad idea. I think so. And he must have said some things like, you know, if I have to do it to be with you, and that's that moment where you're like, well, I'd rather that you didn't feel that way that you have to do this exactly. All right, Luann De La Seps is. Talking to us about returning to the cabaret scene after rehab. Now, she uh, w- wants to thank everyone for support. She's in rehab her second time. And uh, she says, I want to thank you all for your support. I want to let you know that I'm doing great. And I hope you come and see me on August 4th at Long Island and August 24th at the Atlantic City. Looking forward to being back on stage. What is she doing? She's going to continue She's her outpatient. Oh, okay. I just feel like this show is going to lead to more drinking. It is drinking, right? I mean, no, she does a cabaret. You know, she sings. Yeah, elegance is class. I feel bad. I don't know. She wasn't in rehab very long. She needs the money. I was going to say, she needs the money. The Countess. Mm -hmm. She just needs the money. Does she still even go by the Countess? Or well, she can, even though she's not. Right, she can't. All right, tomorrow Mm. there's going to be a show. Keith Urban is um, sitting down to chat with Andrew Denton. This is a show in the UK, and he's talking about. When his wife, Nicole, um, had an intervention together. So be, when she met him in two, they married in 2006, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He entered rehab for drugs immediately thereafter. It was his third time. And he's grateful for his wife for turning his life around. And he said, my wife put an intervention together and it was love in action. And she, he said it was a miracle that his marriage survived his addictions it caused, I caused the implosion of my fresh marriage. It survived, but it's a miracle I did. I was spiritually awoken with her. I use that expression. I was born into her. And he sings a song about that. Oh, wow. And that's how I feel for the first time in my life. I could shake off the shackles of addiction. And then he also comes becomes emotional. He's talking about their two daughters, Faith Margaret and Sunday Rose. And Nicole Kidman on her Instagram this weekend Took a photo. The kids are saying, Mommy, Mommy, what's that? And it's a giant tarantula climbing into their pool. Oh, wow. (laughs) And she got it out. Um, But he also says, I've got two little girls. I keep it normal for them. I like being a dad. And he just, he's so sweet. Their love is so sweet. It's very true. She rescued him. She Sweet. did. She he was mm-hmm. saved by a woman. I think he said mm-hmm. that. There's mm-hmm. that song. Mm-hmm. I just that's really awesome, especially after her the whole weird well, thing with Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh, I know. Does she, is she not allowed to see those kids? Is that the deal? Or no, he, no, he, he took them. Yeah, and kind of put them in Scientology. And you know, you're brainwashed against people who. Yeah, yeah. that's what depressive. I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. choose not to. They choose not to. But no, they maybe. brainwash them that she's right. a suppressive right. person, yeah, and they're not allowed to. Yeah. Guess who's turning 60 on August 16th? I have no idea. Madonna. Madonna. Oh, Madonna. I can't even believe it. Wow. Yeah, she looks okay. amazing. She's amazing. She's celebrating her upcoming 60th birthday with a fundraiser for orphans and children in Malawi. 
And she just says, I have an unwavering commitment to providing vulnerable children with a loving home for my birthday. I can think of no better gift than connecting with my global family, with this beautiful country and the children who need our help most. Every dollar raised will go to me. So she's doing a fundraiser for her. She's that's good. Kind of lovely that way. I like that about her. Um, other things that are happening around the world. Yes. Anybody? Bueller, Bueller. I'm going swimming with my mom tonight. Donnie, are you? I heard you Donnie talking about that. Did she find a suit for you? Well, I said, do you have a suit for me, mom? Yeah, she, what'd we'll you say? See. We'll and see. then you said, do you have a cap? I, think I did ask her if she so had a bathing cap. my hair doesn't turn funny I love colors. the bathing cap. I know. I think we're going to go swimming at the Shalom home. Oh, that's okay. a great place. I love the Shalom home. I'm so excited. That's going to be fun. I go with my mom. I hope it's class. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. aerobics. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be yeah. back to report tomorrow. Everyone have a great day. Thanks, Steph. Thanks for letting me hang. It was so great. Great. Thanks, Donna.